Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of Pixel Hunt. Little, little, little late episode of Pixel Hunt, but um, we had a little bit of difficulty coming in through the weather. But we're here now, and for those of you just joining us, you're listening to Pixel Hunt, a show about all things video game and video game related, from news to critiques to controversies. My name is Malcolm Cano, and I'll be your host for this evening. And joining me, as they normally do in the studio, are the usual suspects, Mr. Michael Carl. Hello. Mr. James Baker. I resent the term suspect. I either did it or I didn't, and I probably did it. Fair enough. And Mr. Tyler Durr. You can't prove if I did it or not. Good to know that you're all here of your own volition and perfectly perfectly willing to talk. I'm so happy. Uh... (laughs) How's, and like, let's just get this out of the way, because we'll eventually, we'll rehash it up when the weather comes up, but like, boy oh boy, it's quite, it's quite the cold one out there, huh, fellas? Oh, yeah. Cracking open a lot of cold ones with the boys. We don't need any necrophilia jokes. (laughs) What? Oh, oh. Oh. No, that's a a slogan for beer. That's (laughs) a slogan for Coors. That's our other show, Jim. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Crack it it open a cold one. That's that's what you do with the Coors and the boys. Or, I don't know. Or that. (laughs) Jesus. Learning a lot about Jim already. All right, well, we're going to start the we're gonna start start it as we usually do by talking about some of the new releases so coming up we've got ace combat 7 skies unknown coming to the pc on february 1st we got war groove coming to the switch on february 1st etrian odyssey nexus coming to the 3ds on february 5th and the occupation for ps4 xbox one and pc on february 5th and oh boy oh boy and in just about a week we got blaze blue Central Fiction coming on the Switch on February 7th. So, for any of you fighting game fans out there, this is a good one. Yeah, I hear it's really hard. Yeah? That and Guilty Gear. Guilty Gear is quite difficult. Yeah. <laughs> but it will never it'll never be as good as Melty Blood. Actress again. Melty never. Blood actress again. Yeah, never never be as good. Yeah, those tournaments. The, the bathroom tournaments. Yeah, just play it in the parking lot. Do I even want to know? Yeah, well, Guilty... Yeah, yeah Guilty... Like, um... <laughs> Melty Blood is like a, it's a fighting game that isn't especially trashy, but it's just never been included in official fighting games, but they're kind of a staple at fighting game tournaments. So what'll usually happen is like at Evo, there'll be the official fighting game tournaments that happen. And then afterwards, there'll be the money, the money tournaments that happen in someone's hotel room where everyone gets really drunk. And does Melty Blood? Yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's like yeah, it's, it's it's a joke in their their community where whenever it's not like outside in a parking lot, you'll have people saying like, "Where where are the trash cans propping up the laptop? <laughs> like where where's the where's, single yeah, CRT TV rested <laughs> top like an overturned <laughs> trash can?" <laughs> so yeah, if you okay. if you look up Melty Blood tournaments, that is legitimately what it is. It's like a guy with a camera recording. <laughs> Like a CRT TV on top of like a trash can, or just or in like parking in a, lots. Yeah, in a parking or in a, lot. I've, I've seen one in a hallway. Yeah, in a hallway, in a hotel a hallway, because yeah. they apparently like couldn't even get a room, so they were just like people Ooh. were just like crowded in this hallway, <laughs> singing against the wall. It, yo, it's so funny. Yo, what up? What up? Yeah, yeah, That's... Melty Blood. Wow. 
Yeah, it's it's beautiful <laughs> because it's it's so like unabashedly trashy, and they love they love them some melty blood. Um, <laughs> they must. They, yeah, they have to. I respect it. So they're very aware of it. Yeah. So unfortunately, uh, for for our online listeners, you probably re- are wondering like, oh, what happened to last week's episode? Well, last week's episode is gone. Um, it's vanished into the ether with such things as like my childlike amazement and wonder and other such concepts that have since disappeared hope for the american uh governmental that's system. right that's out there too out in fantasy land yeah. um but rest assured i did a little bit of digging and as you've probably already seen i managed to find an episode of that of Prixel hunt that we had recorded that was me mike and nick coolson from 27 like early 2017 um so if if you're interested you may be able to find something like a a glimpse into the past of the show and what the show looked like and sounded like back in 2017 wasn't jim also in that episode not in that episode uh he came i think you can't you were either just not there for that day or like i don't remember exactly when you joined you've certainly been with us for more than a year and a half though who knows yeah um but yes so we have that and so if you're interested, you can go on to SoundCloud and look us up, Pixel Hunt, and you might be able to find a fun little... Fun little... Uh, Blast from a past. Yeah. A little episode. It's only... It was back when we only had an hour. So it's 56 minutes. Oh, those were the days. But uh, today... When we didn't have to vamp for 30 minutes at the end because we run out of stuff to talk about. That's correct. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, today we've got actually... There's quite a bit happening that I, I'm very interested to talk about. Uh, the first is, of course, uh, heavy lock picks or heavy bobby pins. So fun. Fallout seventy six, ongoing trash can garbage fire that it is. Beautiful <laughs> ongoing trash can garbage fire. Not akin to that fighting game you were talking about. Yeah, not a not a cute, fun like ooh, it's a campy like garbage fire. No, this is a real live bad foul smelling garbage fire. This one. Uh, is having a bit of difficulty because a recent patch to Fallout 76 reintroduced or repatched bugs that were there in the original game that were patched out, uh, including one very iconic glitch that it was a miscalculation of bobby pins and they weighed, instead of 0.001 pounds, they weigh 0.1 pounds. So... <laughs> So suddenly you have people who were carrying like Too many. a fraction of a pound of bobby pins before who are now carrying multiple pounds of bobby pins yes. who cannot walk. Exactly. Yes. And people became over-encumbered and it was a huge problem and uh, a, a significant amount of difficulty. Uh, Jim, could you do me a favor? Could you like raise up the mic a little bit and talk into it? I want to make sure that I'm... Get... Check. One, two. Can okay. you hear me now? That's yes. better. That's better. Sorry. It just... It was sounding a little out of it anemic yeah sorry so at least with that the bobby pin situation was pretty bad but it highlights a bigger issue with fallout 76 in that they they repatched a glitch and so what i wanted to kind of trace through and look back at like what exactly does that mean why is that so bad because it sounds like oh it's kind of innocuous and goofy but like this is actually in my opinion a lot more concerning than a lot of people are giving it credit for. Um, but what do you... I don't know. Do you guys have any preliminary thoughts about this? Like, does it just seem... Do you think people are overreacting? Do you think this is just, like, a tiny... Like, a dumb glitch? 
the the bobby pin thing specifically i just yeah in general or like the the bobby pins and also the concept that they repatched a glitch so as a longtime mmo player i have seen stuff like this happen before where something that was a problem before that got patched becomes a problem again um the instances in which i have seen that usually uh are something like rather than do a deep dive on whatever code is in charge of this bug um they the developers slap something on top of it that just takes the value that's being spat out by whatever code is already in place and modifies it so that it looks like what it's supposed to look like right so So the actual problem is still there and any code that modifies the modification will nullify it Mm -hmm. and then suddenly you're back to having the original problem it's a slapdash method of debugging that you know most developers want to try and avoid whenever they can because it leads to more problems down the line and leads to all kinds of bad PR. Um, so if that is in fact what happened, um, then yeah, it's concerning that the developers are not like taking the steps they need to actually make their game run the way that they want, whether that's because the devs are running under time pressure from a corporate overlord or because they're just not dedicated enough for some reason. I, I mean, I have no idea what this, the corporate situation, corporate creative situation is like right. in the studio that's producing this, but... Yeah, it's it's not a great sign when a bug reappears. Yeah, I actually the the I think you hit exactly on the the point where it's it I think you're right in that they this was a problem and rather than going into the code and solving the problem, they just were like, "All right, we'll just do a patch where like it just takes bobby pins and con- and divides them by 100 and mm-hmm. puts it down to what it should be." Um and then that something that in the re- new patch overwrote that or maybe you know the something canceled that whatever it was right and then so and suddenly bobby pins way whatever they used to again i think it could be something as negligent as them really just revamping an old patch and being kind of lazy on applying it really just not really taking the time to go ahead and look over it i mean kind of testament to the kind of stuff they've been doing anyways Considering that's not the only thing that came back. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. A whole bunch of other stuff started to come back, too. Like I, I can't express exactly what it was. I, I can't remember the article of yep. which I remember reading about I, this. On. I, I have it here. It's uh, it's actually a Kotaku article, and they did the research pretty well. So kudos to them. But uh, according to the article, many players are also disappointed with a series of tweaks yesterday's patch made to the game's perk system. Cards like... Demolition Expert, which grants a bonus damage when using explosives, was nerfed from 100% at its max level down to 60%. Other cards like White Knight and Licensed Plumber saw similar reductions in their effectiveness. People who invested in those skills now feel they're at a big disadvantage and have asked for some way to respect when future changes like this happen. Another outspoken group of players feels increasingly turned off by Bethesda's approach to nerfing items and abilities it sees as being too powerful rather than making other ones stronger to help compensate. And other players are angry that new microtransaction items continue to get added to the game's Atom Store. All this is going on. So, man, this just this sounds like Ooh. the Blizzard forums all over again. Yep. 
Um, and I mean, Blizzard has Blizzard has the same sorts of criticism leveled at them whenever they reduce player power in some way. Um, character balance uh, for any MMO is always a tricky art, right? Because how do you balance things that are inherently different without just making them effectively the same? It's also the issue with like I again. I don't know why Bethesda went in on a on a like a multiplayer game, something that requires this much work. Uh, well, it I doesn't seem yeah. like their they're putting cup it, of tea. Yeah, it, it's not what Bethesda has done in the past. And I mean, I get that companies evolve or die, but this just seems outside their wheelhouse, so far outside their wheelhouse that I don't know. But then again, you know, we have ESO, so yeah. What do I know? Also, games as a service. Games as a live service. Got to make sure we keep those players coming back for more. Um, and this really, like a couple of years ago, this is a buzzword that was being thrown around that was like, you can't just make a single player experience game. You got to make a game that's like, and they have to, you know, log in every day and they got to play the game a bit more and they got to keep having more, like, it's got to be a service. It's got to keep going. Money. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. Mike, do you have any thoughts on this or? No, it just that's it sounds like a job and a chore when you turn it into a service like that. Mm-hmm. You have so many games that incentivize coming back every day and and getting bonuses on certain days and cough cough state of decay. The state well okay state of decay does it with just characters not liking you not coming back not no, quite come back. Is it, isn't it not... like you'll come back and your entire base will be demolished pretty pretty much it's akin to like okay you you spend a whole bunch of time during the day like you know building up your base and making sure everyone's ready for the inevitable downfall as hordes of zombies come upon your base but you log off and return and Oh, uh, four-fifths out of everyone is now upset for some reason, probably because all the resources have been expended while you were gone, and walls are falling apart, and there's things getting closer to you. Right, so but it, what are you expected to do? Just stay logged in and keep... That, that's the problem. It punishes you for not playing it at all. Yeah. And that that's what drove me away. I liked State of Decay a lot. I mean, I'm honestly a sucker for most zombie games, but... But if By, the game punishes you for being a normal human and having a sleep cycle, it's not cool. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, and it's it's one of the larger issues we've seen, especially with Fallout 76, where it's like, it's not enough for, like, it's got to make every dollar. It's got to make all the money. It's got to engage players 100% of the time. You know what was weird to me? Mm. Uh, Dragon Age Inquisition, the, like, mission table, the operation table that you had to, to play through... When the game first came out, every operation that you launched had a duration on it for which whoever you sent on the operation wouldn't be available to send on a different operation. Nowadays, if you log in and go to the mission table, every mission you send out is instantly completed. Mm-hmm. But okay. it would take hours, some of, some of them days, like, for the really far away ones. Wait, so like like real time? Real time. Real time days. Real time at least hours. And, would, um, and the game would have to like be on and running for you? No, no. The game wouldn't have to be on and running. Like You could start a mission and then log out and then come back in eight hours later and it would be done. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was weird in that it um, there were ways in which it was encouraging you to be constantly logging back in to just like cycle through missions because there were some that you could just send your followers out on and they'd come back 
because the missions didn't cost anything to start. So you could send them out on like there were three separate missions in each area and you could just send them out on these in infinitely repeating loops and they'd come back with either money or resources for mm-hmm. crafting and you just have free stuff. Okay. So you were constantly incentivized to be logging in for that, but you were also disincentivized from constantly sending them out on those because you needed to have the right one available to get the ending you wanted out of the other missions. Mm-hmm. And those sometimes could drag on forever, so sometimes you're being incentivized to log off, and it was just this really weird amalgamation of counterintuitive incentives that left me feeling very confused and yeah and moderately annoyed this was the dragon age inquisition story mode right yeah this was the single player yeah yeah it's when you're sitting at the table and there's like all sorts of like side stuff like hey there's this thing going on over here send an operative of like the three different kinds right exactly yeah what the weird thing is between state of decay and dragon age inquisition is they're both like they're not online games so i don't understand why they would even think of doing that like punishing the player in such a way they're not making money off of it by someone continuously playing the game. Right. It's not like it's a service, like you say, where you have to get a subscription. So the mission table as a concept um, actually had a like spike in popularity really? in recent years. Yeah. Um, World of Warcraft uh, first saw mission tables in the expansions on... Dranor, which was Warlords of Dranor, which I'm going to look up right now just so I can see when that actually started for WoW. Sure. I don't know where they got the idea, but I'm I mean, I'm sure they saw it somewhere else, maybe. I Blizzard does a lot of innovative stuff, but I'm not gonna credit them with everything. Right. Uh, well, okay, so Warlords of Draenor. Dragon Age Inquisition came out November 18, 2014. Hmm. Alright. So f- like four years ago, yeah. essentially. Yeah, essentially. And wow. November 8th, 2013 was Warlords. Um, so they they had multiple... Uh, there was So each player in that expansion was effectively in charge of their faction's expedition into the New World. Mm-hmm. And your job was to build up this uh, garrison and maintain it well enough that you could eventually use it as a staging point to launch attacks against major enemy powers in the new expansion setting. Um, And the way that you controlled the outpost for the most part was by going into the command center and going to the mission table and saying, okay, I want this follower and this follower and this follower to go get together and do this mission over here. Okay. And that one, each mission required resources. There was a cost associated with it. Um, there was also a time cost, so those followers would be unavailable to help you with anything else until that mission was completed. Right. And some of those missions could run up into multiple days. That's, see, that's, um, that seems nuts. And um, they would. there were a variety of different wards. Like, some of the missions that you could send them on were just literally, here's 2,000 gold. Um, some of them were, here's... A hundred or however many of this other resource that can be used for building up your base or purchasing rare exotic components somewhere else or whatever. Uh, Some of them were associated with a crafting profession. Some of them were associated with story campaign. Like there were points where you would literally have to go, okay, I have reached this point in my quest chain. Now I have to go back to my command center, 
find this mission on the mission table, get a bunch of followers together that can actually manage to complete it mm-hmm. and send them off before you can progress in your quest chain elsewhere. Okay, so it seems um, like it's, it was integrated pretty well into the game. It was integrated... It was very well integrated in the in the aspect that it was everywhere. Like, it was involved a little bit in everything. Right. Well integrated in that people liked it being a part of everything... No, definitely not. Oh, okay. There was a lot of negative player feedback around the mission table, which is one of the reasons that its role has been getting steadily reduced since Warlords. We had one again in Legion, and we have one still now mm-hmm. in um, uh, Battle for Azeroth, but they're much, much smaller scope. I see. Um, they don't, they're not usually involved in major quest lines. Um, they're not at all involved in professions. They're just sort of secondary side things for the most part. Right. Huh. So we actually, we do have to do the weather, but we will return to that. I think the weather's going to do us. Yes. It has been for the past couple of days. So anyway. currently, guys, uh, in, a, in a pixel hunt first, it's a negative one degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, but guys, let me ask you, what, is it, what does it feel like outside? Now, imagine if hell froze over about five degrees colder than that. Yeah. So what would you say? It's negative one, but what does it feel like with that wind chill? It feels like, um, I'm going to go with negative 23. Okay. That's, that's not bad. All right. If that, that's, that's the, the center of hell, that's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can, man- yeah. can manage. <laughs> Minnesota gets colder than that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll say negative 17. Okay. Negative 13. It's negative 16. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. That's like the first time ever. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. For like four years. Uh, we didn't, we haven't been doing that for we've, four years. Uh, we've been doing it for like two to three. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say like, that's really sad considering <laughs> it was just you two. I mean, and yep. you still didn't get it. That's, that's me. There's only one. <laughs> yeah. There's only and one. I still lost. <laughs> Somehow. Well, if that doesn't sum up my entire being, I don't know what does. But yeah. Um. I do think, and bringing this back to Bethesda and Fallout 76, I if we want to talk about like the poor implementation of patches and features, I think that in a way patches are the like patches and rebalancing are actually aspects of the game and gameplay that are inevitable and will happen during something like a multiplayer game's development. In any in any game that runs on the games as a service model change to the service is inevitable exactly um but successful companies in my experience use patches as a way to address player feedback yes it doesn't sound like bethesda is using this to address player feedback it sounds like they're using it to say you're not playing the game the way we want you to right we are going to fix that which is i i just and again it's one of those things is that i find it ridiculous that they are nerfing they're just taking perks that weren't an issue that no one was complaining about people had specced into them and was you and were using combinations of perks i know that there was a certain combination of perk cards that you could put together to essentially give yourself flying which is like you take like three ranks and like light as a feather super jump 
And so you'd like jump really high and float like float really slowly down. So you'd just be able to like Superman fly across the map. So you're just gliding everywhere. If you spec'd enough into it, and it but that had a large point expenditure. Yeah, exactly. Cost. And so like that's really cool, and I think that's fantastically. It's really allowing your players to be creative with their builds. Did they I, nerf it? What? Did they nerf it? Uh, not. I don't know if they nerfed that, but I do know that they nerfed like. A lot of, Probably. like, at least the explosives one, the plumber one, just because, like, it, it seems like once anything ra- rises in the meta of Fallout 76, they're like, nope, we gotta, we gotta tamp that down. Um, and That's even, just really unfortunate. They've also had a bunch you know? of issues with PvP, because, like, you get certain players who will just, like, follow you and just shoot in shoot you in the back of the head, but they've designed their system so that the only way for them to actually deal significant damage to you is by is is if you fire back at them, which on its face seems like a good idea when they implemented it, but it's it, it like it happens where people just follow players around and just like just shoot at them, just like pew pew shoot them shoot at them like little mosquitoes, and like it it can kill you if you're low enough health. So like so they'll that, wait until you yeah. get into a fight with something big and powerful, exactly. and it and just, knocks you down to. To low health, and, health then just, and then they'll just pew 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 plank and you die. It's so dumb. It's like it's such a stupid why would you like why? Why is so, that a thing? One of the saddest things I ever witnessed in World of Warcraft was I was playing with a friend of mine who is one of the worst human beings I've ever met. Well, um seems like a common theme my your good, friends. I yeah, it's really goodness. bad. Um so I was playing with him and I brought him onto my server right. just because I invited him to my party. My server is player versus environment, so people do not run around flagged. They, well, okay, it used to be. Um, now we have a different system. But he was brought in, and he was like, "Ugh, no one's flagged. This stinks. I can't kill anyone." And so <laughs> he found a player of the opposing faction who was fighting a big monster. Yeah. Got threat on a whole bunch of smaller monsters himself, <laughs> dragged them into that other player's attack routine. Wow. And then feigned death to drop all threat. So all of them that he that this other player had attacked just by accident were suddenly left with only that player who was already engaged with something that was taking all of his attention. Oh my goodness. And he died. That is the... That's the that is, like, you can't stop player versus player right. combat. That's next level scumminess. Yeah. My God. Not gonna lie. Wow. On one level, that is super scummy. That but is... on the other level, <laughs> that is an unseen amounts of... Like wittiness, there's and honestly no, pretty funny. Strategic genius. <laughs> watching <laughs> watching this guy just absolutely massacre other people. It's it, he has raised trolling in World of Warcraft to an art form. That's just um, like you're like, how am it's, I gonna? It's, it's terrifying to watch, but it's also one of those things that the the developers have eventually realized you can't stop it. Right. Um, so you take the measures that you can to limit it, and it, I don't think the measure that you described in, in 76 is enough. In fact, it sounds like, 
it doesn't really sound like protection at right. all. It's there's still because it's still annoying and you still get like shot by someone. You're and, still getting and like shot at. And if you don't want to be if you and the problem is is that like there's nothing you can do because if you engage like if you engage it gets worse. It, yeah, it becomes the it becomes PVP and suddenly it's like all right, let's go. Let's solve this one and I I also hate I I don't understand why Oh, that was another thing. Uh, they there's like a in 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 typical Bethesda games, there's a, a a store somewhere else that has a bunch of items that like that has every item in the game, uh, and like a single NPC, uh, mm-hmm. Nubby. Nubby. Yeah, Nubby. It was a uh, the only human human NPC uh, in the game. In seventy six. Okay. Because they're all robots for some reason. <laughs> Nubby. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, I guess it makes sense regarding the world. I mean, you're like one of the first humans to emerge from the vaults That's after true. the bombs being dropped. So, but he's an NPC merchant I, that just has every item in the game available. I think he's in an area where every item in the game is. I'm not exactly sure what his purpose is. Like, that's what people were like. Why is he? Who, what is he doing here? Um, I may try to see if I can find something, but like that was a that was an issue that like Bethesda was cracking down on people. Like all of the things people were doing, what you normally do in a Bethesda game, which is you get bored after a while, so you hit the console commands or whatever, and, and you, you start, break it, and you break it, and you start flying around the world and if, doing stuff. If the game doesn't break by itself at that point, exactly. <laughs> but the issue is that this is a online multiplayer game with patches and changes, and yeah. like Bethesda's games. Sing, Bethesda's single-player games, where all they have to do is make sure that one-player experience happens smoothly, does not work. So, like, how in the world are they expect are they planning on doing like multiple-player experiences all at once with a bunch of bugs happening, with player-induced builds and nerfing and buffing and like what? What are they doing? It sounds like a, a really bad case of you are not prepared. Yes. <clears throat> Sorry. They never uh, are. Slipped out. They Especially never Bethesda. Are. Yeah. They kind of just stumble into their next game every time. I don't think even Blizzard was prepared when they started off. And, you know, it could be said that they're still not, but they're just trying so bloody hard that eventually it works out anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they're doing pretty well. They have a couple stumbles here and there. Diablo Immortal. Yep. <laughs> cough, cough. <laughs> Phones, right? You guys have phones, right? <laughs> Though, I mean, he obviously wasn't told to say that, but no, when you have an entire was... crowd attacking you, yeah. I do not blame him. I d- you have an entire crowd of set people that you have to... You blame him? I do, because if you're going to have someone up there trying to go ahead and like, speak yeah, they should to be a whole trained. Co- they should be competent enough not to say something like that. Right, yeah. <laughs> it was a slip-up. It was a mistake. Yeah. Oh, very bad. Well, also, yeah. Like, well, also yeah, mm. just being told to get up there and ad-lib. It's like, all right, just, you know... Stay on the script. But then when the crowd actively boos yeah, you, exactly. you're like, what do I do? I can't just like keep just going. Like, oh, God, yeah, I got to I gotta defend the game. You have an emotional reaction to that. Quick, yes. say something witty. Don't you guys have phones? Nailed it. Oh, geez, not Wait. that. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh we're not happy. <laughs> That'll get them laughing for sure. Wait. Oh, no. Oh, no. But yeah, all this talk of, of patches, especially with online games. He is a jerk. Why does he always have to mess with you? He's he's the worst. Like, yeah. really? And then he's a spider in Bloodborne, like, wh- and he wh- still pushes does you. Does he get off on this? I don't understand. <laughs> he definitely does. Oh, what a jerk. 
Patchwork want to play. <laughs> no context for Jim. None. I don't need pat. I don't need context. I do need patches, but I don't need context. He's a jerk. You don't need him. He's a yeah. patches of the hyena. What a what a what a bad guy. Yeah, I thought, I thought the hyena's name was Giggles. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? what? We moved on to a different patches. Huh? What is that? I'm sorry. I'm I've lost in I'm lost in all those references. I we're, I'm just cross talking to. <laughs> to right. be a jerk don't okay. worry about it <laughs> yeah. y'all were y'all were referencing yeah, over uh, my head so I figured I'd reference was, right back over yours yeah. it, it was Dark Souls it's Dark Souls and Bloodborne this guy, Patches this guy and Bloodborne named, briefly there's this guy his title is Patches the Hyena and he is a scumbag mm. yeah all the time I mean in isn't every everyone game. in those games but he's, sort of. he's a special scumbag yeah. who like does horrible things to you yeah he goes out of his way to just make your life miserable in that game more so. How does anything go out of its way to make you miserable in a game where misery is already the baseline state of existence? Welcome to Dark Souls. The, the great thing is that <laughs> on your first playthrough, you have no idea. He seems like a cool guy. And then he essentially like throws you down to the bottom where there's like enemies. Yeah. He's like, he kicks you into a suck. pit. <laughs> he's like, I, he's like it, it, it's actually really funny. It's very obvious. He's like, there's some treasure down there. Why don't you check it out? And if you go to the edge of this, this uh, like outcropping, which is right in front of a massive pit, uh, you get a cutscene where he just kicks you in, and then it's just like, oh yeah, I'll be collecting the money off your corpse, haha, and just like laughs and walks away. <laughs> <laughs> yep, he's one of those characters. Yeah, and he does it in pretty much every game. Yes. So he, pu- he pushes you off something. So does every player now, just every time you see someone named Patches, just murder the ever-loving bejesus oh, oh, out yeah. of either, oh, yeah. either you do murder him or, or you, fall you, in you love get back him. up and forgive him yeah. and then he becomes a shop. <laughs> Basically, he, he, he immediately turns back on it because he's a huge coward and backstabber. So he's just like, oh, oh, you're still alive. Uh, okay, uh, I'm sorry. And then you can forgive him and he doesn't, he doesn't try it again or anything, yeah. but, you know. Not in that game, anyway. You know, yeah. we did talk about Patches when we did our Valentine's Day episode. The time you, you know, I do remember yeah. a little bit of that, yeah. Yeah, stole your heart, <laughs> kicked it down a hole. Yep. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. Actually, like, that's, I'm pretty, I think we're going to be, we're going to, I think our show's going to be on Valentine's Day. Easily check oh, really? that. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day, boys. Oh, no. So I'm excited. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's we're, on a Thursday. Excellent. Yep. We're gonna have our. Th- we're gonna have a show on Valentine's Day. So because uh, none of us got any plans. It's gonna be a special. That's well, right. Actually, we'll be up here. That you know. Of. I, yeah, well. I. Yeah. I take that back. As far as I know, none of us have any plans. Right. I know. I. That's don't. correct. <laughs> we'll see you all. You guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Possibly girls. Yes, we, we don't true. discriminate amongst that's, our that's members true. of our audience. Sorry, or those. we'll see all y'all peoples. Yeah, there you go. That's right. Uh, we do have Close. to take a quick word, so we will be right back after this. Perfect. The long-awaited return. That's right. And so, uh, yeah, happy. I'm looking forward to that Valentine's Day episode. <laughs> yeah, looking very much forward to it. Fill our listeners with despair. Yeah, there's actually yeah. Just a beautiful amount of horrific despair. But um, speaking of despair, you know what else we have to talk about? Our SoundCloud? No. Dat pair. What? Dispair no. and dat pair. Oh, God. No. <laughs> Got him. 
No, EA, <laughs> but not just EA, BioWorks. BioWare? BioWare. Did they change their name? No, no, they, yes. well, they're going to have to soon. Uh, uh, it's, it's Anthem. Yeah. Because Anthem, <laughs> recently, the game that no one knows anything about, recently released in, well, didn't release, but they were playing, uh, there was a beta, or there was an early, people had access to a copy of the game early. And the first thing that happened when people attempted to access it was that they could not connect to the game or get it to download. Reinforcing the conspiracy theory that there is in fact no Anthem game and it's just a a series of clever (laughs) FMVs and animations that they've put up. Oh man, I find that hilarious. Just like that they, they could not connect to it. It was an absolute, it was a nightmare. Jeez. It's... This specifically is just... Hold on, I have it here. So, according to... And this is directly... This is from BioWare's... Uh, BioWare's head of live service. That's the first... Uh, that's, a, that's a red flag right there. Um, so, the Anthem VIP demo was... Hit a couple of snags. And they said that the three primary areas... Well, first, they wanted to say... Guys, it wasn't because we weren't prepared to handle the amount of people who had access to the game. That being said, keep that in the the top of your mind, and these are the issues they hit. Platform connections. This was caused by the spike in players entering the game when we opened up. Unfortunately, these issues did not present themselves during our internal testing. Investigations are ongoing, and we will continue to apply fixes throughout the weekend. (laughs) Two, entitlements. These are account flags that grant players things like their pre-order incentives and demo access. During the demo weekend, we identified a bug where VIP players with a specific combination of entitlements were being blocked from accessing the demo. We believe we've resolved most of these, but have additional cases we're addressing. And three, infinite loads. This is occurring for some players, particularly when they transition from Fort Tarsus to an expedition. We saw this only in isolated cases during internal testing and believed it was resolved. Unfortunately, the problem is exacerbated in the real world where differences with players' ISPs and home networks introduce new behavior. So, those three things, do any of those things sound like they perhaps weren't prepared? All three, in fact. Not at all. Yeah. It just, it's like, it, it's such a weird amount of dissidence to be like, guys, it wasn't because we weren't prepared to ship the game. That being said, we ran into a lot of things we really didn't in- consider happening. We, in- I, I just gotta say, like, because I'm on a family-friendly radio show, of course, it's really hard because I want to <laughs> drop some innuendo, but I ain't about to push the envelope too far. You don't, yeah. So I'm just going to sit here and laugh about it in my head. Just nice. Yeah? Yeah. It would have been a good one. Nice. As long as, you, as long as you don't swear, I think you can... I don't know, man. Don't. I made a crack about necrophilia earlier. So. I, would like, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I, I don't know. I feel like... No. All right. Well, no. if you think <laughs> of a family-friendly way to to I talk about it, you can. I but I don't think I can. All right. That's fine. Just just make a note of it and tell us later. That's right. Good we'll, idea. We'll post it in the... Well, that'll be some, some special... SoundCloud content. Uh, oh, yeah. So, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. But we might be able to get it to you there. Pixel Hunt on filters. <laughs> <laughs> Pixel yeah, Hunt. Start a separate SoundCloud. Far from the FCC's jurisdiction. They can't Director's do cut. anything <laughs> uncut <laughs> and unrated. 
<laughs> SoundCloud, bigger, longer, and uncut. Oh my goodness. Or not SoundCloud. So, I'm sorry, Pixel Hunt, bigger, longer, and uncut. Exactly. I don't know what Pixel I'm Hunt on SoundCloud, anymore. bigger, longer, and uncut. Um, so their top priorities moving forward, according to this blog at least, is to continue to resolve any reports of issues with login and entitlement problems, implement fixes to address infinite loads. And I want to be upfront that this is a difficult one and something we may not resolve during this weekend. Many players are not seeing this issue, and the last thing we want to do is destabilize the experience for everyone and improve <laughs> server performance. We've heard reports of rubber banding and other signs of server latency. We believe we can address this, and we'll be conducting some small-scale experiments to confirm that. We may roll some fixes out this weekend or may wait for an open demo next weekend, depending on the level of risk to the overall service. This game is shipping in like a month. In a month! Now, audience, behold, for all these problems we're experiencing aren't because we weren't prepared, but it was. But uh, (laughs) we we just, we did not foresee these complications as they arose. Ah... Or, well, no, we we saw them as they arose. We did not foresee them before they God, arose. So, Ooh. And yes, like, if you're having rubber banding issues on a multiplayer game... Absolutely. Oh my lord, you are doing it so I'm sorry. many kinds of wrong. I got that wrong. Do you guys want to take a wild guess when Anthem comes out? I just looked at the, the game release schedule. Next week. February 22nd. Oh, okay, no. so like... So in a month, three weeks. In in like three weeks. So uh, and I I just love that they're like, oh maybe we'll do another open demo next week. It's like what? Oh well, guys, this game's shipping soon. So uh, I just oh god, I really uh, it doesn't exist. (laughs) Honestly, it has been played. I've seen it played. Yeah, and apparently it's supposed to be. Mediocre. Oh, okay. Cool. It's all right. <laughs> Honesty from Mike. It's just like a mediocre co-op shooter from what I've heard from people when oh, they like, got it to work. Like the best game ever, Borderlands? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Like that. Okay. Just as mediocre as Just as amazing, you mean. <laughs> but no, the, the game itself is definitely real, but they've... And they've even, like, the people, the VIPs have been able to stream it on Twitch, and it's been very... It's like people have been... Like 300,000 concurrent viewers were watching a Twitch stream about Anthem. Like, it's not that people aren't excited for it. It's just like, oh my goodness, there's so much. It's from, like, the, the, the development of this game was troubled. Like, Bioware is having difficulties with this. And, like, the demos also having problems. Have, have we learned enough about Anthem to know where the microtransactions are going to be? Because it's an EA game. Right. You know they're going to be there. <laughs> oh, you're already spe- prospecting out those microtransactions. Well, the, okay. So it's about you got mech suits in the game. Javelin suits. and uh, There's going to be skins. It's going to be skins. Yep. There's going to be skins. There's going to be extra little add-ons. Guns. Uh, guns. Yep. Uh, cool decals. Uh, you're gonna get to put what's, like what's the over under on loot boxes? Oh, high, high, so high. Are there any emotes you got to worry about? Of course. Oh, oh, yeah. You better believe there's gonna just be a ton of emotes. Nice. <laughs> so- there are also random drops of weapons, I think. So you know there's gonna be like increased drop rates for money and stuff like that. Yep. I have boosts you can give yourself mm-hmm. for increased drop rate, experience gain, etc., yep. etc. All your good stuff. I just find it funny that it seems like, I don't know what happened or when this happened recently, but it just seems like nobody can 
like perfect a game anymore. It, 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 I mean, it, nobody's ever been able to no. perfect well, a game. Sorry. It's just you don't need to, and this ties into our talk about patches, you don't need to release a completed game anymore. Right. Which is terrifying. We, it, exactly. You can just release a day one patch that's like 20 gigabytes of just like fixes and data. Yeah. Which is like, okay. So instead, I would argue that like a developer... We've talked about this before on the show, but a developer that highlights a really great example of what it means to to kind of work on the other side of this is CD Projekt Red, which when people are like, hey, can we get a gameplay demo? They're like, we'll give you a gameplay demo when that portion of the game's done. And they have, they've just been quiet for years about like occasionally, they're, like they've got Twitter or social media that'll occasionally tweet stuff out or articles about it, but they don't, pub- like they really don't published that much there's only been one gameplay demo of it um that's come out and it's it was really polished and like they were like these are things that we are sure are going to be in the game when they complete um and i think that is the right way to go about it the demand for constant social media exposure to the development process has created a market in which the the drive toward not necessarily monetization, but commercialization in the sense of like being made into commercials. Um, the the constant need for progress updates, um, both on the part of the uh, the managing development company and on the part of the fan base, just the the constant drive for I want to know what's going next, I right. want to know more, um, is a very difficult environment to work in as a as a creator yeah just do what square enix and disney did and say you're not getting kingdom hearts 3 until we say you're getting kingdom hearts 3 and now it's here (laughs) (laughs) congratulations 13 years later that's absurd right at this point blizzard has trademarked the word soon (laughs) in response to the question when will this be soon relative term <laughs> and honestly <laughs> i'm fine with that i don't i yeah, don't i agree care. like as long as it comes out before i die yeah it's fine i would almost argue and say that like i don't think they should give year i don't think they should be like coming in 2019 just don't give a year don't give it just say like it's in development it's in development and then like a month before it's ready you just drop it on your players like a beautiful christmas present like here you go it's coming out Enjoy. And like everyone's like, oh wow, it's like a yeah. surprise Christmas. And that, that generates insane amounts of hype without giving the player base long enough to like micro analyze everything that you've dropped and go, this is gonna suck, this is gonna suck, this exactly. is gonna suck. I don't need two years mm-hmm. of of like analysis on a game coming out. Like just just do the game. Don't but of course like saying that is like saying like don't advertise. Just like you know, advertise in, in for one month before your game drops. Yeah, you just gave marketing teams like an aneurysm. Yeah, I get it, and I understand that the marketing team's entire job is like, I want you to like, we want you to like market this game so hard that like people are dreaming about it. I want people to go to sleep talking about this game. Man, that was me when Fallout Four was announced. Yeah, <sighs> sigh. It was awesome. <laughs> I was and like hype is a very useful tool. It's dangerous, but yeah. it's very useful. Well, yeah, you, you want... I mean, it, it makes sense to me when you release... Like, when you put a release date on something, because you need customer assurance 
well before the game releases. You want to know that people are still thinking about this game. If you keep saying soon, it's gonna fall out of the zeitgeist, people aren't gonna be thinking about it anymore, and you're not gonna get as many sales. It's just how it works. Right. At the same time, I, I do get to a degree, you know, not saying anything, but then you have, like, a Gabe Newell Valve kind of thing. <sighs> Uh, where <laughs> the responses got more and more ambiguous. Oh god! Until they him, were finally like, "No, we're just not gonna make one." No, no. All all he says now is just like, "I have nothing to say. I have nothing to say." That's oh. it. And nobody likes that. Yeah. It's it. It gets almost aggressive. It's it's aggressively ambiguous. Because it's like, you understand this is something people want, and when you say that you can't say anything for years on end, right. then people are not going to care anymore, and also they might feel a little bit slapped in the face. So Half-Life yeah. 3 is still possible, right? No. No, it's not. It's never <laughs> yeah. happening. No, not in your wildest dreams. How about Left 4 Dead 3? No. Yeah, Valve doesn't deal in 3s. Um, but we do have to say... For those of you joining us at the top of the hour, you're listening to Care UI, Iowa City, Iowa City's former sound alternative. Just got to say that at the top of the hour. Yes. Heck yeah. Welcome to Pixel Hunt, ladies yeah. and germs. Welcome to Pixel Hunt, show about video games. We're talking about video games, specifically Anthem, and why its troubled development is causing a bunch of red flags, like very bright, vibrant red flags. Ugh. Bioware has been so vibrant they're almost orange. Yep, just like it's like those, I, it's like those that like powder chalk that uh, people who are in need of rescue after an avalanche I, use to I, attract rescuers. Jesus, wow! Bioware <laughs> has been indoctrinated by the very same Reapers that they created, and the Reapers are EA. <laughs> the Reapers are EA. You know, I <laughs> think there's a cutscene somewhere. I think there's a cutscene somewhere in like one of the boot sequences for Mass Effect 3 where like EA's logo it, um, appears on one of the Omni tools and then fades out yeah. and the next fade in image is a Reaper. Oh my god. No, that's true. I remember. I that came up so much it's vibrance. Oh my god. Well, looks like they've created a BioWare Reaper. <laughs> Out of the consumed <laughs> souls. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> we should have known all along. souls and microtransactions right, that's of why, their collected fan base. That's why we can't find intelligent life in the universe, because EA still exists. <laughs> <laughs> They've taken it all. Um, my favorite is EA. So the head of live services, Chad Robertson, said uh, in his opening statement in that same blog post, he said, the first thing he said was, yesterday was rocky. Beautiful understatement. <laughs> Just like, awesome, man. Wow. Thanks for that, Chad. <laughs> Thanks, Nobody Chad. could have figured that one out wow, on their Chad. own. Wow, Chad. Oh, nothing gets, nothing gets past you, Chad. Wow. <laughs> That's a three-pointer. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't That's hurt a you. slam dunk. Don't hurt yourself, Chad. Don't go too fast. Oh, we just... I'm so sorry, Chad. He should have just left it at that. Yeah. Yesterday was rocky. End of the <laughs> Oh. That's okay. Whoa. You just, uh, that's fine. Yikes. I'm just happy here. I just spooked myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with your with your audio levels. Yeah. Amazing. I'm loud, everyone. Sorry. Outstanding move. Outstanding move. So, but at least for, for that, 
I am I am very hesitant because Anthem's difficulty, specifically with server capacity, infinite loads, and like entitlements for for just a handful of selected players is having issues. This was supposed to be like a little experiment to make sure that the, the, the game runs okay, but what we found out was that like the system governing the game doesn't run okay, which is just what they should have had done, at least initially. And that's the thing. The the game itself might be developed just fine, and we don't know. We because don't. It, the, the system that needs more development is the one that lets players remotely connect to the game. And that's always the one that takes yeah. the most maintenance and upkeep it, that oh, players don't really see or think about. I love because, Bethesda. Uh, yeah. Yep. Like, any... Any company that runs games as a system worth its salt that was a very complex opener to that sentence and i apologize any company that does that well minimizes player interaction with that service as much as possible because it's not fun to interact with right it's just you providing credentials proving who you are and that you are permitted to play this game exactly and no one has fun doing that. Exactly. And to, to quote a YouTuber that I really like and that you guys should absolutely check out, Nakey Jakey. He's fantastic. <laughs> a good user interface is one that you do not notice at all. If it's a good user user interface that does its job, you won't even you won't even remember it. It'll just just transition seamlessly into the game. That's the dude on the yoga ball, right? That's correct. Nice. Yes. It's, did and a fantastic Red Dead Redemption uh, critique. Yes. But I, I think, like, that's funny that we are hitting so many, like, UI issues, system issues, not necessarily just game issues anymore, but, like... It doesn't even sound like, like, the game issues topped the right. reporting. We never it's even almost as though the game issues were less of an issue because people couldn't get to the game, and because, honestly... It's in beta or possibly even alpha. We expected there to be game issues anyway. Three weeks it's coming out. And like, oh, I'm sorry. Just don't worry, guys. It's in beta. It's coming out in three weeks. That's not how a beta works. That's a, that should be a finished game. Sorry about that. It is just, it's. Okay. Oh, it well, yeah, it, it would have been a PR nightmare if they did this a year before release. Exactly. Which is why this is so this is astounding. A, this, is a, yeah. that, this is a PR monstrosity. Yes, and just how they, they haven't... What, what makes it even worse is that they refuse to acknowledge it. Or maybe like, not that they refuse, but that they're being told not to. Right. That or I, it, Saying, like, yesterday was rocky exactly. instead of, like, like, this is a serious concern and we need to address it. Like, maybe we shouldn't release the... All right. Just like, oh, a few, a few bumps in the road. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, the game was unplayable. It'll be ready in three weeks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, people can't even play the game? We, we got three weeks. We'll cover it. We will cuff the developers to their desks until it's finished, I assure you. And that's one of the other things that bothers me about this is this laissez-faire... Not laissez-faire. This blasé attitude about having three weeks left to fix it is doubtless resting on a corporate misunderstanding right. of the amount of work it's going to take I can to get this thing ready. Because I can assure you that Mr. Chad Robertson, head of live services, does not have, like, again, this is me making a bit of an assumption, but I don't think he's getting down in there and coding up stuff in the game. I think he's a 
executive who's being like, oh, well, that was rocky, and don't worry, we'll fix it along the way. Meanwhile, the developers on the game are like, oh my goodness, we have to fix this in three weeks. Sweatiness ensues. <laughs> exactly. Just like pouring sweat in fear because like, again, it's, I, I, I'm more, I really think bio, this just means Bioware needs to be given more time. We saw what happened last time a Bioware project was rushed. Bioware has always needed more time. (laughs) There has never been a Bioware game that didn't need more time. And that's, I mean, that can be true of any creative project, but EA seems, at this point, perpetually and heinously guilty of rushing every development of which they are Hel- or placed at the helm. For every game cycle they return in order to go ahead and make it so another game is able to progress. <laughs> and then and oh they kill God. it. They do kill it. For, for every, they kill the company. For yeah. every cycle they, they return and crush the life out of whatever developer they happen upon <laughs> at the height of its power to make way for the next. Guys, I think we're onto something here. It's just too coincidental. We just need, we just need, so what we need now is a graphic of a Reaper mid-flight, its claws extended to form an E and an A. (laughs) Just a large EA Reaper. (laughs) And it's just like live services. No. Microtransactions. (laughs) Yeah, actually, no, the, the noises that they make, the, the really loud, like, horn blare, yeah. is just a recording of someone saying words like, microtransactions. Microtransactions. Or, yesterday <laughs> was rocky. Yesterday was rocky. Like, all of these quotes that we now associate with EA in the most laughable fashion slowed way down with their baseline amped. And just left. That would be amazing. <laughs> this is how the Reapers talk now. It's not like a trash can lid opening anymore. No, it's just EA executives saying things we hate. Yeah, just love really, it. really Yesterday low. Yesterday was rocky. <laughs> Boom. Lasers. <laughs> that would actually that would be fantastic. And oh. I'm just thinking. Okay. There needs to be a mod made yeah. of that now. Don't you guys have phones? That'll be the Blizzard one. <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel Blizzard would have to have their own Reaper. Yeah, that's no, that's the Blizzard Reaper. No, well, no, no. They'd, they'd get... They'd be the... the Blizzard would be the Burning Legion. Oh, there we go. They, you, you gotta give them their own IP. Sure, Come on. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll give it to them. Although but, we um, beat the Burning Legion last uh, X-Pack. Uh, uh. Don't worry about canon. That doesn't matter. <laughs> Whatever, Only you'll buy. Maybe, maybe they're the old gods. Yeah, whatever, you'll buy. <laughs> <laughs> there are. sure will. There are no old gods in BFA. But, um... Man, I just, so then, what, what's Bethesda's Reaper-esque geez. issue going on? <laughs> it's just... Uh, the dropping of the bombs? It just yeah. works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Todd, Todd Howard-shaped nukes on a... <laughs> It just dropping the tods. It just works. Boom. Um, <laughs> horrifying. What? I mean, we're all doing did, Todd just Howard trying to the specter of trying to live up to Skyrim forevermore. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's actually he's just represented as like this giant Daedric uh, 
night that slowly but surely just comes towards you. It's like, just works. <laughs> See that mountain over there? <laughs> you can climb it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> The Daedric Prince of Bethesda. <laughs> Todd Howard. <laughs> I, um, yeah, so I, I, I hope, I, I, part of me really wants to believe that they're going to, they're going to try to put more effort into this, but I really am, am hesitant about what three weeks are going to do. And I just... Yeah, that's not enough time. No! It's not. It's just... Insufficient chronology. A, a smart team would say, okay, these problems may require us to push back the release dates, but, you know, money. Common theme. It's money. It's always money. It's always, always money. Always money, Jim. Oh. I know. <laughs> Why do you think I work at a bookstore? Hey, uh-huh. doxing himself here. Guys, can we also, I'd also like to bring up something we we talked about when Anthem first released, is that when yes. when people were talking about, hey, Anthem, what's going on? They were like, we're gonna release free DLC for everyone. Yeah, remember they did. <laughs> they did say that. So... They they that was their response to like, can you tell us more about the game? We're gonna release free DLC. <laughs> it's I, like, mm, just like, oh, you know mm, that you know that game that you know nothing about and that may be completely unfinished. Oh, but we're gonna make more game. So like, these are all the things <laughs> that... and put it on top of <laughs> it. These are all the <laughs> these are all the features that people that uh, that have been kind of brought together and once again like oddly enough reddit has been a fantastic uh aggregator of a lot of this stuff but this is a uh it's an extensive list of heavily requested anthem features that bioware gave an ambiguous answer to including photo mode the ability to get into other players suits changing a character's look after character creation pvp cross-platform emblems for javelins carry progress between platforms new ultimates for javelins crazy sci-fi alien weapons free play uh free play waypoints Total state value meters, DPS meters, re-rolling stats on gear, more difficulty levels, inspect uh, player menu, more javelins after launch, which are the suits, custom thruster colors, custom javelin lights, custom element color, 60 FPS and FOV slider for consoles. Like, what? There's there's still so much that hasn't been confirmed for this game, and it's like things that, well, that's the issue. Exactly. It's like again. I know it's a real game, but from the outside, it's very easy to just be like, "Is there even a game? Is this even real? Is it and just my theory regarding the free DLC?" Is they said, "Look, guys, watch this. We're not gonna finish the game and release the rest of the game as quote free DLC. That'll show them. Check it. It out. has happened before. Yes, it <laughs> happened with Total Warhammer actually. Really, uh, free th- DLC. So, so this was. This was a weird thing that happened between Total Warhammer 1 and Total Warhammer 2. Warhammer 1, when it was originally released, was a full game. And it worked. Um, and they kept adding onto it as they went and implementing new systems and developing cool new mechanics. And that was really cool. But as the, the ship date for Total Warhammer 2 got closer and closer, the team that had started developing Total Warhammer 2 at about the time that Total Warhammer 1 was released finally said, we can't work the updates from the most recent patch of Total Warhammer 1 into Total Warhammer 2 in time for release. It just cannot be done. We are shipping without that thing. The last update for Total Warhammer 1 was 
a complete overhaul of the Norskin factions and a release of two new legendary lords for the Norskins. It took over a year of Total Warhammer 2 being out before they were able to find a way to patch all of the stuff they needed to recreate those Norskins into... My goodness. Wow. Over a year. <laughs> and it wasn't like uh, they were... You know, <clears throat> it, it wasn't like the game released incomplete. Right. Two was still a perfectly functional game. It had everything that it was advertised to have, i.e. High Elves, Dark Elves, Skaven, Lizardmen. Right. Um, you're, you're par for the course. But it didn't have... Um, it, it also had the, like, overworld map, like the huge world map, that was supposed to have everyone from both games. Suddenly it didn't have the Norskins. And everybody, like, so many of my friends were so jazzed about the Norskins. Like, oh, I love this faction. I'm going to play the bejesus out of this faction when 2 comes out. 2 comes out, they it's can't, like, it's not where, there. Uh, well, where is everything, guys? What's going on? And they had to wait, I don't know... <laughs> At least a year before it was ready to go. And the weird thing was, there were multiple content updates of different content before they got to the Norskins. Like, there were multiple updates on... There was an update for the Lizardmen, there was an update for the High Elves, an update for the Dark Elves. I think there was an update for the Ratmen before we got to the Norskins. Oh, so they really just didn't... They did it not... It was not a priority for whatever <clears throat> reason. See, this is... Um, and I mean, you could argue that those effectively free updates on each of the base factions constitute the same thing we were talking about, i.e. the game wasn't finished when it launched and they just held some of that content back to release as free DLC when they'd actually had enough time to develop it, but were using like the the money from sale of the actual product right. to sustain themselves through that development that is process. That's telltale stuff. I don't know if that's actually how it worked, yeah. but that is one way you could read the situation right. certainly. I don't like I don't think like and again, that's, that's... the game worked. The game was complete. The game had everything it needed to be Total Warhammer 2. Like I could play the elves, I could play the dark elves, I could play the, whatever. But there was also this all this other stuff that they must have been concurrently developing that just didn't make it into the first round. And I have no idea why not. Um, granted, I know very little about the actual development process. Right, so, exactly. We're all, I don't know. I just Talking about this as an outsider feels kind of cheap in yeah. a way. Well, but at the same time, uh, and also comparing um, Creative Assembly's development process yes. to... EAs makes me feel very, very guilty because I should not do that to Creative Assembly because right. they make good games. Perhaps. We, we like the games that Creative Assembly. I don't know. I, I think it also, I although that is the case, I still think that we have like a bit more understanding. Just like, maybe not a ton more, but at least we can talk about it. One hopes. I mean, perhaps they were beginning to work on it but they had like executives or leaders walking around and every time they saw one of them starting to work on it, they'd pull out the ruler and slap him on the hand and say, no, bad. What did I tell you? We got to wait. Make them wait for it. 
I mean... Can't just give them what they want when they want it. What do you think we are, a business? No, we make money here. Like a business. But like a business. Yeah. But no, we, we don't just make money. We make every single possible money. We wring the we life out money. of our we make, customers' we, wallets. Exactly. We don't just make money. We make all of the money. All of it. But every single money. Getting the customers what they want gets you more money. Yes. It but, also gets you good reputation with your customers. I, but, but we don't need you, that. It also, it that? also costs more. Exactly. It does cost. It, it costs more. Requires more oversight. But if you want, you want some money. You just want money. You can do all this stuff. Um, but yeah, that is this specifically. Oh man. Oh, do you guys have any final thoughts on like Anthem as a game? Like, it's hard to have. Real close. It's hard to have final thoughts on a game that we know. Almost nothing about. Uh, yeah. I know there's javelins. There are, there are javelin <laughs> suits. It's on an alien world. Uh, mechs. Um, do, do we know anything just... about why we're fighting in javelin suits on this alien world? No. I, no, we really don't It's really hard for me to to care about that. There's it's... a place called Fort Tarsus. Okay. Wow. That's our central base, and uh, that's all I know. And we know that the game chatter is on point. Yo, the game chatter is incredible. That's actually that is one of the things we talked about. The we'll show I'll show it to you guys later. But look up the if you can and you're listening to this, please look up the game chatter for the anthem demo at like I think it was like E3, and it's some of the goofiest like it's the the epitome of just like super poignant, not at all stupid game chatter where yeah, people are being it's like super serious. Yeah, script writers trying to sound like normal, quote unquote gamers. Yeah, oh, and like. Like they did for Division 2. Yo, with those yes. door-closing mechanics? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> what? That was I still big... can't believe they're making a sequel to yeah, that game. Yeah, that was a big dumb thing yeah. where it's like, there was a demo, uh, and during the demo, a character went across a car and like put their hand up and closed a car door that was open, and the internet lost its mind. People were like, like, oh my gosh, <laughs> advanced car door closing mechanics. It's like the fish in that one Call of Duty game. It I is can't like, remember. Yep, it's like the fish swimming in Call of Duty where you're just like yeah. perfectly modeled. It's like, oh, they're swimming away from him. They oh my have, gosh. They've got AI in the yeah. fish. Yeah, the fish AI, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then somebody like cut in a clip from Mario 64 where they're swimming in the pond and the fish like swim away from Mario. <laughs> so this it's like is... 1996. So what what is impressing people about the the chatter in it's, is something impressing oh, people no, 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 is no, it sarcasm it's super stilted and sounds like a, a a right like some writers trying to sound like a bunch of like cool hip gamers like uh watcher six like no one online like no. if they were like actual chatter online sounds nothing like be that. like yo dude watch it with some <laughs> expletives thrown in and then there'd be like meanwhile like some blasting music through there and then uh, someone else like yelling at what might be their kid or their wife or their dog. Who you knows? don't know. It's just yelling. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, but it's touch to talk. So what is it? <laughs> I mean, okay, I've made that mistake before. Oh, to be okay. fair, sometimes when you get so into the habit of push to talk, right. and somebody addresses you from reality, you, you hit still hit push to talk to respond, <laughs> and then you say something like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I need to stop eating out this month." And everybody in the voice chat is like, "Really? We didn't need to know that. We're in the middle of an encounter. Focus up." Um, and you're just like, "Sorry, sorry, real life." Mom, I want meatloaf. <laughs> meatloaf. 
the best is when you get a phone call oh from God. someone that you're romantically entangled with and you accidentally hold down push to talk oh, while you're flirting with them. You're like, hey, how are you, That's sweetie? awesome. Oh, no. <laughs> That's that's some good stuff. Your raid squad, pretty good. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, nothing. Just in the middle of a raid. <laughs> I, I love that idea so much. Just like should, romantic, can... talking to someone romantically and just like, yeah, hold on a minute. I just got to go banish this elder god to another dimension. And and nowhere during the, the chat dude thing was there like a 10-year-old on there like no, throwing screaming. expletives yeah. at you? No. no, but that's... So somebody <laughs> yeah, some, somebody made the same trailer but with realistic game, <laughs> game chatter. So at one it's point somebody cool. comes in and like there's blasting music and it's crackling <laughs> and sounds awful. It's, yeah, so <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm expecting when I think of Anthem. And then, yeah, and then the two guys playing together are like, oh, my God. Like, oh, come Hold on, on, let me mute please. this dude. <laughs> so, and then they're talking about the drops, too. Yeah. Like the random drops, and they're like, oh. These drops are garbage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just so, just it's like, good. things that you people will definitely yeah. talk about, where it's just like, yeah, I've been grinding all this time, and I can't. Yeah. And I keep getting the same gloves. Yeah. <laughs> Division. <laughs> Keep getting the same gloves. It just cuts to your character back at their home with just piles of the same glove everywhere. You're like, I just, I'd love to get something else. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you. Oh, thank you all for joining us. We are hitting the end of the show. If you like what you heard here, or you'd like to hear more of the type of news that we do, you can find us online at uh, on SoundCloud. You just go to SoundCloud, look up Pixel Hunt. We'll be the one with the, the picture with the chibis uh, with our faces on them. So, yeah. it'll be nice. But, uh, yeah, thank you all for joining us. Uh, we, I'm glad that it wasn't too cold for us to come out here. Um, yeah, we're really happy to be able to talk to you guys. Do you guys have anything else to say? Any concluding remarks? Uh, stay warm out there. Yes, stay warm. Stay safe. Indeed. It's a cold one out there. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Are, are we going to crack it open? Uh, oh. Crack open a cold one with the boys. We'll never and, mean the and, same thing anymore. And with anymore. that beautiful, that beautiful, like, we just brought it right around to the first part of the, the yeah. episode. Look at Ooh. this bookend. Ooh. 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 Bookends. Uh, but thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us. We will see you all next week. Thank you.